I was eight years old when my mother died. She loved traveling the world and digging up the past. He used to visit all the time. Now one day, everything changed. She'd found something. Something he wanted. He would have killed me too. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today I am going to be reviewing the latest movies from the producers of The Lord of the Rings, and that is Peter Jackson's quote-unquote. You'll get why I say quote-unquote in a minute, but Peter Jackson's Mortal Engines. Now, if you don't know already, Mortal Engines follows the story of a post-apocalyptic world where cities ride on wheels and consume each other to survive. Two people meet in London and try to stop the masterful conspiracy. Now, Mortal Engines was directed by Christian Rivers. It was written by Fran Walsh and Peter Jackson. It stars Hera... Hilmar as Hester Shaw, Robert Sheehan as Tom Natsworthy, Hugo Weaving as Stadius Valentine, Jihei as Anna Fang, and Stephen Lang as Shrike. So right off the bat, this is one of those movies that I wasn't really looking forward to, but I kind of had a little bit of hopes for it. Uh, All the trailers looked pretty interesting, even though one of them does show the entire movie in a way. Uh, when I hear that Peter Jackson's name was in front of it, uh, the marketing makes it seem like he's the, the director and he's the sole mastermind behind it, but I guess that's just to add some more ticket sales. Uh, the director is Christian Rivers, it's not Peter Jackson and stuff, so if you go to this movie thinking that, that's, that it's Peter Jackson's movie, you will be disappointed by all the little nuances that show otherwise. So with that being said, I will give my full thoughts on the movie after the break. 
Back in a moment, Cinemania World Podcast. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, of, of course, once again. Hope you guys are having a fantastic weekend. So, we are back talking about Mortal Engines, the movie. I just saw it last night. Uh, as I was saying earlier, I wasn't really looking forward to this movie, but I had a little bit of a high hopes for it. Uh, high hopes regarding as the visuals and uh, hearing Peter Jackson was a part of the screenplay because he wrote a lot of other great films that I enjoy, hence Lord of the Rings and some of the other movies that I like, um, The Hobbit and all that stuff. So going into this movie, I wanted to see, I, I was hearing negative things across the board about the movie. Um, but, but what everybody, what I was hearing the most out of critics was that the visuals were fantastic. And I wanted, I was hoping for a little bit more than just visuals. But coming out of it, I that, that's really much all there is to this movie. Uh, sad to say, because the cast is pretty good, um, and the story is just kind of faults the, the cast around the movie and the fantastic visuals. I saw this movie in IMAX, and I one of the reasons why I saw it in IMAX was because I knew it was going to be a gorgeous film to look at. And I found myself, you know, coming, you know, I found myself stopping while watching the movie, just looking at the uh, world around it and looking at all the, um, the you know, how much... How much the, uh, the 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 product the, the set design and the production to the design looked really well, and I really enjoyed all of that. You know, it it took me. It felt like I was in a whole new world watching the movie, especially in the first ten minutes of the movie, which really establishes the world that you're in. Um, other than that, I just there's just there's just not much to go by this movie. There's not much to root for. There's not a lot of characters. To really root for, there's not a story to really get behind. The story's kind of jumbled. The pacing is kind of jumbled. Uh, everything kind of happens quick as far as the opening montage and scene and stuff like that. And I, you know, I I, I wasn't really enjoying it as far as that aspect of the movie. And it really is a bummer because it's one of those movies that I went in like, hey, you know, if if it's a fun visual you know, um, spectacle of a film that I'll have a good time with it and I'll be just okay with it. Because I, I, there is movies that, you know, a lot of people won't really find a lot of, you know, enjoyment with, but I can still kind of nudge into that, you know, fun aspect of myself and just, like, leave my brain at the door. Like, for instance, Rampage. I I recently just watched Rampage for the first time, uh, and, and it was one of those movies, too, that I heard, I heard negative things across the board, but it... I watched it, and it was one of those fun uh, monster movies, and I had a good time with that movie. I watched it with a couple of buddies, and I just, we all had fun, and it was one of those movies that you you, you leave your brain at the door. Uh, same thing goes for that movie Baywatch as well. Um, it's, it's another one of those movies that's just, you bleed your brain at the door, but you can, you're able to have fun, and that's what I wanted to do with Mortal Engines, and I went into it with that same aspect. I came out of it. I was I was really bored in some parts. I found myself looking at 
looking at the time a lot in the movie and stuff like that. I found myself dozing off a little bit even as well. And I, it's not like I saw this movie late at night either. I saw it right after work, you know, around like a five o'clock right after work. I saw it in IMAX and I was wide awake going into the movie. And then there was parts where it just slows down and I was just like, let's get this going and stuff like that. Uh, and it's just, it was really like, I, I wanted a lot more and that's what I, and that's what I, you know, were going, that's like, you know, the bummer aspect that I feel with coming out of this movie and stuff like that. So, um, let's talk a little bit about some characters. The characters are not really fleshed. I mean, they try to flesh out the characters, but everyone was very, very one note. The main character, uh, I just... I don't want to say I didn't care about her character. I just thought her character was very dull, and I thought we've seen her character so many times. Not to say that Hera Hilmar was really good in the role. Like, she was very believable. It's just I didn't really care about the person around her as far as her character, Hester Shaw. Uh, and they big up this Hester Shaw as being the only person who can stop this war and the only person who can free the free these people and and take down this maniac and I didn't feel that one not once in the movie like uh she she probably has one kind of fight scene and then throughout the movie she's kind of getting saved by everybody else she gets saved by the love interest she gets saved by um Anna Wang she'll get saved or Anna Fang she'll get saved by the, all these people and then you realize by the end that you know it's she's really not the star of the movie that they want her to be because the the screenplay the screenplay and the script behind her just wasn't very strong uh, Robert Sheehan, I thought he was fine, and once again, just very one note of it, you know, you know what he's there to play, and he wasn't interesting, uh, I, as far as the, as far as what I did enjoy, I did enjoy Stephen Lang as Shrike, and I did enjoy Hugo Weaving as Valentine, I also, I also, one of my dark horses for the movie was Jihei as Anna Fang, I thought she was really fun to watch, I would have loved to see them, I would love to see, like, a movie with just her, as far as being this action badass, because she was really cool, in the trailers, I knew I was going to like her from the trailers, and I knew uh, going into this, when she comes up, I had like a breath of fresh air, because she was just so fun to watch, other than that, everything else around it was just very, very bland in one note, uh, I wanted to have such a good time with the movie, but I just couldn't really, I couldn't really get, I didn't really get much, much fun out of it, with the exception of like Hugo Weaving and Jihei, uh, and it's just, yeah, it's very, very unfortunate, the script is very, very all over the place, uh, I, other than, I mean, other than, like, the scripts being kind of poor, and the, uh, the characters being very boring, the visuals were very, very cool, and they were very, very, you know, it was just very, very nice to watch, as far as that aspect, and the, the, you know, the rolling cities, and all that stuff was really cool, and stuff, but, like, I, I wouldn't recommend going to see a movie just for the visuals, you gotta have more than just visuals, and stuff like that, and I just, you know, I wanted, and I, and I know I keep saying that throughout this review, but I really wanted a lot more in this movie, I was very disappointed as far as, uh, Universal's marketing for this movie, the, the marketing for it was very non-existent, I don't know why they came, they, they decided to come out in a time where we're going to get, uh, we got into the Spider-Verse this weekend, uh, we're gonna have Bumblebee and Aquaman and Mary Poppins within, within another week, I don't know why they chose this week to release the movie, I definitely think, 
I definitely think it's a movie that could have been pushed back to January or even pushed up a little bit um, higher up into like, you know, late November, early December time because there was literally not, no other movies coming out in those times. So I don't know why the studio didn't capitalize on that. But I, other than other than the visuals, that's about the only thing that, that this movie has going. Uh, it was just very, very, very bland. I'm very, very disappointed because... I, I, I think with all the um, the people around this movie, it could have been such a fantastic film. And it could have been a really, really fun movie to watch for the family, with your friends, leave your brain at the door kind of fun and action. And it just wasn't that. It was just, it was just by the book. The trailer kind of spoils it. You know what's going to happen. You know how it's going to end. And that's just what I got out of it, you know. And it's sad because the same kind of vibes that you got from movies like uh, Valerian, Jupiter Ascending, Gods of Egypt, all those big heavy duty blockbuster movies that you had hopes for, just when they come out and you see them, you just get very disappointed because they just wasn't as good as you was hoping for and it wasn't as good as you like you would liked it to be. And that's what this movie was. The same kind of the same kind of formula. We gotta have one of these kind of movies every year where it's like over it's a hundred plus million dollar budget and it's all this craziness and the uh, the script is poor, the characters are weak, and just the story is just not there. And that's exactly what I got from this movie, and it's a bummer because I was looking forward to it once again. If you didn't, if you didn't hear me the first five times I said it, I was looking forward to it a little bit to an extent. I won't say it. I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go see this movie, but I just wanted some sense of fun with this film, and I and I just did not get that. So, but I will give my final thoughts on the film. After this break, back in a moment, Cinemania World Podcast. Critics are blown away by Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. God, don't you see this? Does look cool, right? USA Today calls it the best movie of the year. Let's go! Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse in theaters December 14th. Right before Christmas, a good guy in red. He's coming to theaters with his new sidekick, Fred. Why am I here? So I could read you the story of Deadpool 2, filtered through the prism of childlike innocence. It's safe for grandmas. I loved your working up. And approved for teens. Boop. For the first time ever, Deadpool's PG-13. What the f- The only F-bomb we're using around here is Fred Savage. Once Upon a Deadpool, rated PG-13 in theaters December 12th. Alright, what's up guys? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne once again, and I was getting ready to get my final thoughts on the Mortal Engines review. If you've been listening this far, I thank you, thank you guys for joining us. And it's a pleasure to have you here on this glorious Saturday. So my overall thoughts for Mortal Engines is basically, once again, it's just a very disappointing, lukewarm kind of movie. I mean, I guess if you're into that kind of... Uh, kind of YA, it has a feel of kind of a of, uh, young adaptation kind of movie, uh, kind of like Divergent or like what else, like uh, The Darkest Minds or anything like that, uh, not as not as bad as Divergent, I'll give that, because I did have some minor enjoyment as far as some of the characters, but other than that, some of the scenes were pretty cool to watch, the visuals once again was fun. Uh, overall, I, it's, it's not a movie I would recommend this weekend. As far as for a movie I recommend this weekend, I gotta go with Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, please go see that movie. Uh, Mortal Engines just was, 
it was just very, very one note, and it could have been so much better if with a stronger script, a stronger, uh, stronger characters, and just a better overall story that wasn't predictable from beginning to end. So for a grade, I will probably give Mortal Engines a, about a C. Uh, because if, if if I go to D territory, I, that means I that means I didn't like the film at all, and it's not bad film. It's it's just kind of boring. It's not a terrible film. It's just right there. It's like it's fine to watch, but you you won't get that much enjoyment out of it. I wanted to have a lot of fun with this movie, but I just couldn't. I was very very bored by a lot of the parts and a lot of the story. So other than that, that's my thoughts. On Mortal Engines. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. You can find the Cinemania World podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, and iTunes as well. Uh, thank you guys for joining me once again. You can find me, uh, Dwayne, at Twitter, at Cinemaniac94. And as well as our other team members of the group, we will be back at some point maybe either tonight for the Cinemania live show come back and tomorrow morning definitely we will have the Cinemania morning movie show so stay tuned for all of that as well as as a review for Roma that just dropped on Netflix um, stay tuned for all of that all of our new shows coming up my name is Dwayne thank you guys for joining us we will talk to you soon bye bye <laughs>